and a man who is batching it already, I understand, from JMI Wealth, <laughs> Andrew Kelleher. Morning, Andrew. Yeah, very good morning, Mike. You've made the escape already. I did. I escaped it. I escaped very early yesterday morning. I can report there was very little traffic, but we are having a few internet problems down here on the Coromandel. So we're going old school this morning, Mike. <laughs> Uh, yes, indeed. Speaking of old school, uh, the report card for the economy and uh, the Q3 GDP. Give us your takeaways. Yeah, so this is the, the final act, I suppose, for us this year, isn't it, Mike? And, and this is to look at what is considered in some schools the old school report card for the economy. So this is gross domestic product, and that's the, it's the sum of all production and services in the economy. And um, over the last few years, there's been a bit of a move to apply things like a well-being filter to this cold, hard GDP number. And now, look, that can be useful uh, because GDP may, may not necessarily equal well-being. But I think it's very pertinent to recognise that, first of all, you do want a strong economy because a strong economy gives you options. So the old school measure of the economy shrank 3.7% in the three months to the end of September, and that is a pretty massive drop. And it's the second largest ever quarterly fall in GDP, and it follows a 2.4% lift in the second quarter. Now, the culprit, of course, was the COVID-related lockdown, a few weeks for the whole country and over 100 days for Auckland, uh, which is a great big chunk of the economy. And the thing to note, Mike, is a lot of those 100 days in Auckland actually fall in the fourth quarter. So this thing doesn't stop. But very important distinction to make. This was a lockdown-related drop in activity, not a demand-related drop. There's still plenty of demand. And as always, what is important is expectations. Um, Up until a few weeks ago, there are fears that it will be a lot worse or that we would have a much bigger fall. But recent data had forced a bit of a change in those expectations. And they were probably sitting sort of between 4 and and 4.5%, although, you know, there was quite a wide range of expectations. The Reserve Bank estimated minus 7%. Some pretty big numbers here in the various sectors. Retail accommodation, restaurants, they were down over 13%. What they call arts and recreation, down about 12%. So, look, it was better than expected, but still awful. Now, that was the September quarter. So that damage is done. It's booked. It's in the past. But it does set the scene what's happening right now, which is the fourth quarter. And unfortunately, as I said, it will have those covid implications in it as well, but it'll be, it will bounce back. I mean, Mike, we look at the level of GDP, it's higher than it was at the end of 2019, so before mm. coronavirus, COVID became sort of part of our daily lexicon. And despite COVID, the economy has some solid bones, especially when you consider that you've lost one of those recent pillars of our economy, which is tourism. So I think it's an important question to ask, what's holding it up? I mean, why is it still so strong? And yeah. You've got things like government spending, uh, which, of course, comes from borrowing. So you've got the wage subsidy, resurgence payments. And I think you've just referred to this. We've got a bigger government, um, and that is definitely a fact. The construction sector, of course, New Zealand is not travelling. So that money that was previously spent overseas being spent locally. And New Zealand has been borrowing, Mike. They've been borrowing at low interest rates, and they go and spend that. Now, uh, the market uh, sort of took it in its stride. Interest rates a little bit higher. Kiwi dollar a little bit higher. The share market fell. Uh, but it wasn't the only game in town yesterday. Indeed. Did the Fed get a bit of stage fright? What do you make of it? Yeah, so yeah, we, we also had the Federal Reserve yesterday morning. So we had most of the day to react to that. Uh, and it was all about the taper. Now, I just want to explain this because it's a word that's thrown around quite a lot. Most central banks have been injecting money into their respective economies, so they buy bonds off market players. It's a sort of temporary measure. 
Um, and at some stage, they have to wean the money markets off that stimulus. And that's called tapering those bond purchases. Now, the Fed's got the same problems we have in New Zealand. It's got strong inflation. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, um, they had previously looked at that strong inflation and said, look, we think this is transitory. It's not persistent. Um, unfortunately, they now appear a little bit more concerned about the speed of the uplift and the persistence. Uh, they've signaled three rate hikes possible in 2022. Not long ago, they weren't going to do that until 2023. Taper by March. The market took it in its stride, though. I think overnight the Dow Jones actually held on to the gains made yesterday, S&P hanging in there. So uh, they're doing a good job actually communicating some of that stuff, Mike. All right. We'll sprint through some numbers. 36,065 on the Dow, up 129. 4694 on the S&P 500, down 15. And the NASDAQ, 15,310. They've fallen 256 points. 7260 on the Forty One Hundred. It was up. The Nikkei up 606 points, 29066, 3675, the Shanghai Composite, that was up. The ASX 200 down 31, 7295, then 50. We lost 92 points yesterday, 12,777. Kiwi dollar a bit stronger, 0.6808 US, 0.9470 Aussie, 0.6018 Euro, 0.5110 pounds, 77.39 yen gold, $1,798, and Brent crude, $75.51. Spectacular. Andrew, have a wonderful Christmas uh, and uh, enjoy the batching and, uh, you know, (laughs) batten down the hatches for those modellers. They'll be coming your way with all sorts of scary figures. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Happy Christmas, mate. Cheers, man. Andrew Kelleher from jmiwealth.co.nz.